1: hello everyone and welcome back to straight white whale my name's darren connell how yous all doing this is episode 27 not bad welcome to the 27 club sorry if i'm a wee bit burst man I i speed walked it to the venue for the flat and i'm absolutely fucked um i couldn't get my breath and i said to paul i was like the hog prince so that's the name of this week's episode because Paul called last week's episode uh, Darren's new shag pad, and all well, my aunties and cousins and all that are like, "You big dirty bastard!" Oh, were they really? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that to myself, standing in front of the mirror. You big dirty bastard! Nippedies <laughs> in this flat now. Before we get into the absolute carnage of this podcast, we need to start off with the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Argue and Co. Um, They've been kind enough to sponsor the podcast. That's been three weeks in a row now, isn't it, Paul? Aye, mate. I think they've got one week left, so thank you very much to Alan Argue. Argue & Co. is a legal firm based in Glasgow. They specialise in many things, but their two main things is employment law and personal injury. So if you've ever had a problem with that, if you currently have a problem, get in touch with them. The information will pop up in the screen and there'll be a link in the bio on Apple Podcasts and stuff. They do things like walls and all that stuff, but I'm telling you, if you need help, get in touch with them. I've said many weeks, many months, that I don't get people to sponsor the podcast that I don't know. I know Alan personally. So just get in touch with him, and if he can't help you, he'll certainly point you in the right direction. Maybe
2: that, Paul? Is that all right? Ah, amazing, mate. Amazing. Helped one of my mates. Hi. There you go. Used the link. Told them they were like, oh, I need to find a lawyer. So I talked to Alan, just because I know the guy as well, obviously. Metal. Awesome. Lovely guy. Just like he's sound, and exactly like he said, if he can't help, he'll just he'll tell you what today. Tell you what you need to do next. So Amazing, mate.
1: I'm very glad to hear that. So there you go. You invest in this podcast by sponsoring us and we can help you back. That's what life's all about, right?
2: Mm. Just make sure it's Ned related. It's what related? Ned related. <laughs> Hi. Alan's pure. Turning them all away for the East End. Cute side door.
1: Imagine if somebody turned up at his office like, hey, can I get a Halloween Giros? He's like, hey, this is a fucking lawyer's mate." <laughs> like, where's Ange? yeah i'm here to get my banger sucked and a halloumi ginos half bobby for scott squad (laughs) and a hair transplant (laughs) (laughs) so
2: how have you been paul are you Um, all good i'm great mate i'm great usual busy um went to shooting another podcast and we're doing like remote stuff yeah so we're like doing it in a bit and they fucking took us to um go ape and I'm scared the heights, so um, it
1: wasn't fun. Can I
2: ask whose podcast? Gary's, Gary oh, and Cat. Brilliant. Um, and For- Kat Um, Cat does the you're all right. Uh uh-huh, You're all yeah. right, and obviously Gary folds. But it's um, it's called your game, and it's about facing people's fears. So people are sending in their fears. It's about anxiety and stuff. I talk about their mental health, but one of the p- bits that we do, people submit their fears, um, and they need to go and do it. So two weeks ago, it was. Uh, just talking to people in public. So we did that. Gary was a hoot, obviously just going up to cunts no nah bother at all. Kat was a wee bit like fuck. This is mental. I put on the spot. Like I uh-huh. don't understand why I'm so nervous. But we went to go ape on Saturday and mate, honestly, man. I am I've I've got a phobia heights. So I've got don't have vertigo, I don't have a medical condition, but I get dizzy, my knees go weak. Um so it wasn't a lot of fun for me. But I enjoyed facing my fears. Good. You know, I felt good after it. Yeah, mate, I was shite myself. It. it was like two hours. I mean, just shite myself. Aye. So, aye. I is... sh-
1: and they all that shit holding a camera.
2: Aye, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck. That. That That's like
1: uh, Ray Mears, but are dingo ape. In fact, <laughs> it's nothing like Ray Mears. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> what do you mean, Ray Mears?
1: No, no, Ray Mears. What's his name? Ray Mears not a comedian. No, Ray Meals, aye, Raymond Mills. Aye, Raymond no, Mills, right? Ray Mills is uh, the mad jungle cunt. Oh
2: fuck. Aye, right. But aye, he, no, he doesn't need to do stunts, he eats food for the jungle. Aye aye. But his cameraman need to do everything with him, don't they? Aye. No. I No, who's some... the guy, who
1: there's two guys, there's Ray Meals and then Who's the Who's the guy I'm thinking about? The guy
2: that fucking does all the mental
1: shit. That's the boy he's a top boy scout. He claimed Everest. Uh-huh. I'm gonna quickly Google that because he broke his back. Um, everybody listening to the podcast will hate this. Head boy, head boy scout. I really hate putting that into my Google man. (laughs) I'm gonna get my door fucking kicked in the night. Check hard drive. Um Head Boy Scout broken back.
2: Let's do that. Aye, but this guy, I'm sure there was another documentary, but he's a cameraman. The guy was saying that he had to do all the fucking crazy shit that this cunt was doing, but he had had to do it while shooting. Aye. Somebody with a camera, so... Right, so Ray Mears is
1: a British woodsman. Right. And he's very chunky, right? Very chubby. And I remember him because he would go into the woods and basically make a free course meal. And one time, I swear to God, I seen the cunt make a lemon meringue pie off a tree. Like, I swear to God, it was just stuff that he was finding, finding really? out in the woods.
2: He made a lemon meringue pie with
1: Aye. So I'll he's say. got a bit of a, a gut on him. Right. He seems like a nice guy. Right. But the guy we're thinking about is Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls, uh, that's
2: it. Aye, aye, aye. I was like, Bear Grylls cameraman, except, you know, at an adventure park for kids, pretty I, much. With flip-flops on. Aye, mate. But I, I should, you t- ever
1: done it? I have I done it once where I come right. down when I was like 20. <laughs> right, was it Aberfoyle? I can't remember, but
2: did it have a zip line? Aye. Did you do the zip line in the gully like yep. into the, the, the thing? I mean, it was shy. yeah, but I liked the zip line. What I didn't like was the fact that my size fucking 12 feet didn't fit in the wee plot. So now, like, you go to the tree and just get the wee platform on the tree, and you it like hook in. To go between like the things. My, yeah. my feet were hanging off the edge, of mate. It was freaking me the fuck out. Aye.
1: I, I didn't like it because it was too many too many of my pals there. There was like 30s and it was just Carnage. everybody had a hangover and I'm quite weird that way. Like I don't really fuck about. Like if I play a game of five asides, I'm there to play football. Right. So, like, they're all wrestling and all that. And
2: right, like, aye, they're all fucking about you. are uh, like, I'm here for fucking go ape. Like, I'm here fucking. to
1: make a free course meal out of a fucking tree.
2: A lemon meringue out of a fucking plant. I want to know how the fuck you make a lemon meringue pie. I swear With to any God. With the equipment in a fucking woods. And it looked really
1: nice. I should su- submit my fear to Gary Folds then. What is your fear? Love.
2: <laughs> So how would they how face that? <laughs> <laughs> Could didn't suck you off. <laughs> that would be a good
1: podcast. <laughs> I feel like that's me killed to do now, man. I was overheating.
2: But when you come in for the aye. walk, it takes you a
1: minute to talk. That was 10,681 steps, but who's
2: counting? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you, clearly. Aye. Is that how, how long it takes you to get here for your flat? Yep. So if people like they could find out where this place is and then like draw like some sort of like weird map or like a circle with ten thousand steps and be like it could stay here, We're here, 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 and here. They um, can try
1: and find it. I told you before the podcast, I'll shag their ass to hell.
2: <laughs> 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 some people might want that, mate. Like they might be like, yeah, I know. Come down like shag my arse, Bobby. Going to shag my ass to hell. That just sounds more horrific than it. He
1: Why shagged no shag- his
2: ass. Shag their arse to heaven. There was a jail.
1: I get my ass shagged to hell. Right? I'm never going to ask you that question <laughs> ever again.
2: <laughs> I smoked a stogie last night for the
1: first time this year.
2: I seen the 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 posts. I was yeah. disappointed. Why? It's because you're off them.
1: I have a treat system. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that a cheat meal a cheat cigar a treat a, system. treat a treat all right okay what's your treat system? when i'm
1: well behaved and i'm a good boy i reward myself with a treat right sometimes it could be a biscuit sometimes it could be 40 cigars
2: <laughs> <laughs> spread over the course of a year <laughs> oh, I, had a, I had a great january so february march april <laughs> and may i'm just gonna start shooting up heroin <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will obviously everybody knows that me and Paul are Celtic fans. So I was in the flat last night. Um, I treated myself to New TV. It's like a day pass you can buy. Sat on the couch, and I've had a cigar lying there for fucking five months or something. And I thought if Celtic won like tonight, I'm gonna treat myself. And I smoked, I mean, it was a big, massive fucking Winston Churchill cigar, so I only smoked quarter of it. Mm-hmm. But had that and a cup of tea, and I listened to some music, and oddly, I never really enjoyed it. It was a bit tough no. in the throat, uh, mm-hmm. so I had a wee bit of a sorry after it, which was surprising, considering I was literally chain-smoking uh, cigars when I first started this podcast. I know,
2: mate, it just shows you how quickly you go back. Yeah. And tip, man. Like, who was I talking to about this the other day? I were talking about... What were they talking about? I noticed that with caffeine, I mean, obviously I tell you story, I fucking shot myself in February, but I've not, I noticed that with caffeine, um, I was doing like a whole, I've probably spoke about it before, I don't know what the fuck I've said in this podcast, but I did, did a <laughs> thing. That's bit. No, but I genuinely don't remember, like, yeah. I talk so much shit, mate, but this is true, um, that uh, years ago when I was trying to figure out my mental health, i did a thing where i just basically like lived like a fucking monk for like 90 days it was like you know eat clean go to the gym meditate like day everything all the good shit non-stop for like fucking have your rest days but for 90 days and it was no caffeine no gluten um minimized obviously because it's nearly impossible not to have any sugar but no add like no sugary things you know what i mean if you eat like a. If you a slice, that you can't have gluten, but if you have a slice of gluten-free bread there's sugar in it, right? They add sugar to fucking absolutely. Probably sugar in this fucking mineral water. Aye. But no sugar, no gluten, no dairy, no caffeine for ninety days. No nothing, no alcohol. Um, no, just the only liquid that I was allowed to drink was like water, where we sort of squeeze a lemon. Wow. Um. So like no fizzy, no sugar-free fizzy juice, no sweeteners, whatever. And I, I, when I finished my 90 days, I think one of the first things I did was had had a coffee for Costa and I felt like somebody had fucking injected my heart with adrenaline. Mate. It was, the reason I'm saying that in relation to your cigar is you realize what it's done to you mm-hmm. when you have it fresh rather than when you're in the middle of chain smoking them because you don't really feel it. You're acclimatized to it Yeah and it fucks with you, mate. How did you feel
1: after that 90 day detox? Did you feel good?
2: Well, not a lie, I didn't feel as good as what people would tell you that you're going to feel, but I think that's true for everything. Yeah. The things that they make you feel good, they make you feel good a wee bit, don't they? Mm -hmm. But it's the things that aren't so good for you that make you feel good, that make, like, you know, like McDonald's or whatever, or fucking porn, or whatever the fuck you're you're talking about, like the stuff that isn't so good for you, Uh that makes you feel amazing for, like, a short period of time and then shite, whereas the good stuff kind of just makes you feel a wee bit good but prolonged over a period of time so i didn't feel like elated i hadn't like felt like i've changed my life or anything yeah. like that but i felt good i'd felt i think i felt good that i'd accomplished i'd managed to do it yeah um and uh i would do it again 100 but see when you eat, had a it's kind of like you're saying you don't really enjoy it because yeah. your stomach's so fucking sore as soon as it hits your stomach you're just in pain so yeah. you don't really enjoy these things if you have them like, I think you need to have them in moderation, but regularly yeah. to keep up your enjoyment rather than going for that all or nothing, like chain smoking for three months, then nothing for three months, then chain smoking. Yeah. Um, it makes you feel a wee bit shitty, don't it?
1: I experienced that when I came back from Peru. Um, it was two days later. I finally kind of woke up. I had a 30 hour sleep with jet lag and stuff. and I couldn't be bothered cooking. So first thing I did was phone a takeaway right back into bad habits right and after a couple of bites i was like shooting pens in my stomach and stuff.
2: what did you have
1: i remember chips cheese and curry sauce and i can't remember what else i had but after that i was like i felt oh um,
2: i really felt ill, man just shows you mate i don't even think we're supposed to be eating that shit and i, I love know. it mate i love i love curry sauce mm-hmm. but See when you don't have it for a lot, for a, even just a, a, like 30 days, like a month, and then you eat it, mate. You're, I, I've woke up with a hangover feeling like I'm hungover oh, that yeah. bad after like a cheat meal or something, or having a big takeaway after like some healthy eating for a period of time.
1: Oh, food's my, food's my problem, mate. I know I'm sober and stuff, but food's my number one. I eat when I'm stressed, I've got reward systems, I eat when I'm sad. It comes to a Friday night and I just get a takeaway because it's a Friday. And I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do on a Friday. And then I wake up, I'm shattered on the Saturday, I get a takeaway on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday I get a takeaway. And then Monday I've got this big massive fucking food hangover. And then I do that. Oh, it's the Monday blues. I'll just get another takeaway. Next thing you know, you're getting four takeaways a week. Yeah. of seven days. Ah, It's crazy, isn't it? Mate? So, but I tell you what, mate, I've been in that flat for 12 days now. And I've not had any junk food. I've not had any bread, Um, any crisps, no chocolate, as in like biscuits and stuff. But I've had a couple of protein bars, uh, and I feel fucking brilliant, mate. Good. I feel really good. Good to hear. And I've also reduced the old um, masturbation. Oh, have you? Yeah.
2: Going to ask any visitors? No. Broke the place in yet? No. Sadly, not. got on that, mate.
1: And Pollock Park, though, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to last week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Broke that in. Hi. <laughs> oh, was that a fat golf link? Was that Pollock Park? <laughs> 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 any uh, any uh, backlash? <laughs> any golfs? Pure fuck you?
1: Yeah, that old black lipstick in Turnbull High School. Was that me? No, I do feel better, mate. I actually feel he- happier and I just feel like uh, sharper and. Just like I'm walking straight. Like it's weird what it does to you being back into the gut health stuff and I'm feeling good. Even though tonight I'm going for a kimchi cult.
2: Nothing wrong with that, is there? Nope. But a kimchi? Kimchi's good for your gut health? Kimchi's good. Do you know what I love? And I don't know about you, mate. I love things that are pickled. Oh, mate. Aye. Like anything. I've never had a pickled egg. I have. They're good.
1: They're kind of tasteless, Right. but they're edible.
2: Right, I because like the the, the white and eggs like water like what should sure, I like they float, don't they? So I mean eating vinegar. a boiled
1: egg by itself is shite, but a, no, pickled a boiled one egg, mate. makes it
2: better. I love a boiled egg by itself. Nothing else on it? No, nah, I would have that be a bit of salt. I could do it with salt, aye. Mm-hmm, I but the salt. best is Hollandaise, mate. Hollandaise sauce, man. Do you ever get the ones at a Tesco where it's like the pre cooked is it Tesco or Co op? It's one of the ones in here. It's like a pre-cooked half-boiled egg and a wee side of Hollandaise sauce, man. You just dip it in.
1: I it had that the like day fucking God. before I came to the podcast. Did you? Eggs Benedict with some black pudding and Ma- bacon.
2: Did you hear that? There, that was the saliva gathering at the back <laughs> of my fucking mouth thinking about it. <laughs> I thought it was the wee goblin in my head having an orgasm. <laughs> That's
1: amazing, mate.
2: Hollandaise, uh, Eggs Benedict's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a place in Southside, mate, that does <laughs> eggs... I go to it, it was eggs Benedict with away black pudding, but they put this side of like homemade ketchup. And I was, when we were there, I was there with the missus. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, man, can you know just have hinds? They brought me this stuff, mate, and it, pff, mate, fucking blew my mind. The spot. So good, mate. I was like, pure, right? Mm, aye. Aye, I'm into the homemade ketchup now.
1: Even the day when I had that, I think the waitress probably thought as that couldn't just turn it returning for rack or something because i'm like the best fucking toast and eggs i've ever had in my life it's just toast and egg <laughs> <laughs> i'll
2: be back here every day i mate, but see the simple things mate i'll tell you like see from my childhood when i think back the best mate the best was a boiled egg in a cup with a bit of butter a bit of milk uh, a bit of salt and fucking a slice of bread cut into fucking fingers and just scoop it up mate that literally was my favorite meal when i was growing up the simple things in life before all the
1: immigrants came <laughs> <laughs> brung that Schwarma. coming out of here here Take your fucking eggs <laughs> can I get an egg anywhere these days some cunt will probably cut that and it'll end up in the sun paper. Bobby from Scott Squad hates Polish people. <laughs> <laughs> he joins <the> EDL. <laughs> uh,
2: massive racist.
1: <laughs> Aye. No kidding No, I, I love Polish people. I eat sauerkraut all the time. So up yeast.
2: <laughs> Is that no German? Is it? I don't know mate. Ah, it's the same thing. I'm Aye.
1: racist, isn't I? Aye. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How long have we done? Just to Check. 20 minutes,
2: mate. 20 minutes,
1: that's all right. Um, Re-intro. Aye, so what has happened in the last week? I purchased a ticket with one of my sober friends, because I need to keep sober friends in my life to remain sober, but right. he's, he's also my mate as well. The two of uh bought a ticket to go and see Primo Scream at Queen's Park. Right, aye. So seen the posters? Yes. So I'm kind of thinking the two of started laughing, thinking going to one of their gigs sober is gonna be fucking wild, isn't it? Uh-huh. Because the last time I seen them was at Tina in the Park and I was out my mind on fucking eckies.
2: What year was that? Do you remember?
1: So I've seen them at Tina Park a couple of times, but I remember my bro- the very first time I ever went to Tina Park was my brother took me, right. and I was 14 years old, right?
2: What age are then now? 34. Aye, so it would have been, aye, 2002, Oasis played after them. That's Oasis the one. Oasis came on right after Primal Scream. That's one of the greatest weekends of my life, mate.
1: Who else was there, though? It was Green like- Day, Chemical, Chemical Brothers.
2: Brothers, Foo Fighters, Muse. Yep. Fucking... The darkness opened the main stage on the Sunday. It was yep. like, I mean, people rip a piss out of the darkness, but what a fucking gig no, that were... was, mate. What age were you? Um, uh, 18. 18?
1: Aye. So when I went up there, I I never heard of ecstasy. I never drank alcohol, right? right? And obviously I never drank because I was only 14 aye, my aye, brother took it. me right. So I went up, and I remember thinking... <laughs> fucking like drinking Sonny Delight thinking yeah man I'm at a gig this is awesome right. and then uh, the Chemical Brothers came on mm-hmm. and I felt you know that first time you take Ekkies? Mm-hmm. like it's imprinted in your brain mm-hmm. that was this moment right. watching the Chemical Brothers had you, live. Had you took an Ekkie? Nope no? right. sober but it was like one of those major moments in my life right, when I thought aye. A door has been opened here. The light show was... Do you remember the light show? I remember it,
2: mate. They started with Hey Girl, Hey Boy, and and the the intro lasted for about fucking 20 minutes, but it just built the place up to like a pure... It just exploded when it kicked off. The
1: massive screens with the clowns on the screens Mm -hmm. and stuff. Now, imagine being a 14-year-old wee guy listening to fucking Top of the Pops, and then you see that, and then you see Oasis. See when you see that 20 minute build up to that intro part, Mm -hmm. see when that kicked in and then there was like a light show that happened. It made everything slow motion. And I just remember like looking about me and it felt like the fucking blood rave scene in blade blade people were doing cartwheels mm -hmm. front flips and it blew my fucking mind and see driving back to Tina park with my brother. I was like, wow man, Thank you as well. Like thank you for All taking right, me man. to that. That was unbelievable. All right, man. So I'm returning to see them. Uh, I think they're in July, Queen's Park with my sober pal. And I'm looking forward
2: to it. I mean, if there is ever a band who you wouldn't go and see sober, I mean I'm pretty sure not to throw anybody under the bus, but I know for a fact that they have drugs on their rider. So Yeah. I, but maybe no anymore. This is back in the day. But see that weekend, right? Um that you're talking about at Tina Park. So I knew a guy, Kev Carroll, and Kev played in uh, the Complete Stone Roses. All he right, was a okay. guitar player in Complete Stone Roses and he stayed in Shettleston. And see that Saturday. So like he complete Stone Roses, they I think they worked. In fact, Manny used to DJ for them. That's how they, there was a connection. Obviously, they're, they're, they were the most Britain's number one fucking Stone Roses cover band, uh-huh. Tribute Act. And fuck me, I'd seen them play at the fucking bar. In fact, i fucking seen them play a Sunday team apart in the fucking King Touch Tent was rampact because Stone Roses hadn't come back at that point. So this is the, the closest that you're going to get to seeing them live. But uh, Manny used to DJ for them when they were doing their tours. So he knew them. And on the Friday night, um, they went to a house party in Shettleston and they got so fucked up that they missed their tour bus. So their tour bus left and went to Tina Park without Bobby Gillespie and Manny. Wow. And they got on the fucking 62 on Shettleston Road and it began street bus station and just got on a fucking bus. A random Teena Park, park bus. Of the, in the Park buses to get up there and arrived like 50 minutes before they were due to go on stage. Oh my God. So they must have I mean their team and everybody at Teen the Park must have been shiting it. You know what I mean? Are they gonna fucking make it here or whatever? But I, they were fucking taking all sorts at this fucking house party in Shettleston. And I was at Teen the Park, so I wasn't there. Um and my my big mate Matt, he wouldn't have he would have been there. So he's like half gutted. You're at Teen the Park's like the highlight of your year when you're fucking eighteen year old. But you could have been at a house party with fucking Bobby Gillespie and Manny taking fucking and coat and That's all amazing. sorts of fucking. I'm sure
1: shirts. I've heard that Bobby's
2: uh, sober. I'm sure I've.
1: But they're all sober now, aren't they?
2: You've got to imagine. I don't think very many. Well, Keith Richards, but <clears throat> there's no <throat> very He looks could, like a fucking goblin. But that, mate, see me think about that. He spent a decade addicted to heroin, and mm-hmm. it wasn't even heroin. He was addicted to a combo of heroin and coke. So he would shoot up mm-hmm. eight ball like fucking half coke, half heroin. Mm-hmm. He did that for a decade. I think he looks great. Considering <laughs> I mean that's like saying I ate tar off the road every day
1: for ten years. I'd still say you look good. I, and he's out survived <laughs> how
2: many of his peers like that just I think so I I think some people are built for it, some people only mate. Yeah. That cunt is fucking built for it, man. Like, like
1: uh, Manny for the
2: Primal Screamstone Osies. No, the, the other one. The ace of spades. Hey, oh uh, you talk about Lemmy, Lemmy. The,
1: uh, Ay, fuck. I thought that was, his name was Manny as well. No, Lemmy. I did he know he a was stop. a mad speed fiend and he stopped taking speed and then he died like a month later or something.
2: Mate, do you want to hear the most hilarious story about him? He had diabetes. So his his thing was Jack Daniels and Coke and meth. I was wow. like he's speed snorting speed and drinking Jack and Coke. But he would have had he'd crack a bottle of Jack for breakfast. You oh. never watched the documentary on Netflix, Lemmy? No, nah. go and watch it mate I'll take a note of that go and watch forget. it it's just called Lemmy it's not a Netflix documentary it was made by somebody years ago but it's on it's on Netflix uh-huh. and it shows his lifestyle he got diagnosed with uh, what's the one where you cause the diabetes is it type 2 type, type 2 type, right. is it because of the Coca-Cola wow. and the Jack Daniels and obviously I think bourbon's made with a lot of cane sugar like to, when they're distilling it and he went to the doctor and they were like you're gonna need to stop drinking and he was like nah and he started drinking vodka and fresh orange <laughs> shifted for jack and coco into vodka and fresh orange and he was like oh, it's like healthier which is technically true but think <laughs> about the <laughs> madness in somebody's head that they go up drinking yeah. a litre of jack that's what you drink a litre of jack every day man that's wild every day I've
1: seen them live at the bar is?
2: at but Motorhead yep. fucking incredible mate
1: I'm very very lucky because I've got brothers right that are all like 20, 25 years older than me. So they've all got pals and all. And mm-hmm. they used to be all gig fiends. Aye, so see, anytime one of my brothers mates, couldn't they get my brothers? They'd be like, You wanna come to this gig? So I was like 17, 18, 19 year old, and I was gonna see Motorhead, the Primal Scream, Chemical Brothers. I've
2: seen Bob Dylan, James. Do you see Bob Dylan at the exhibition center? Yep. How shite was that? Well, you had would have been, had had been, been the same night. I mean, we've
1: been quite, quite a lot of the I same night. I was just going to
2: say to you, like, I was the exact same. My brother in law, my sister met my brother in law when at her 18th birthday, <clears> and I was 13. And then when I turned 14, he was into like fucking Metallica, Rage Against the Machine. So I would have been 14 in 97. I turned 14 in 97, and for there, I just went to gigs. Mm-hmm. every week i've got a big i've got piles of tickets because he was like him and his mate alan were like mosh pit guys like mm-hmm. they would go to just even the cat house no matter who it was mm-hmm. they would just go and see them Um so i've seen rob zombie at the garage um i've seen some fucking belters i've seen rage at the battle Amazing. and it was just i mean it was just them they support uh battler los angeles i think that was 98 um But the night I remember, and I remember being like, I'm into this. He took me to see Wow. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into this. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. Listening to like uh, Rain and Blood, like the album's called. And um, that's too heavy, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. And he was like, just come along, just come along. Got me a ticket. And I was just like... By then on, I could listen to it, and how, no matter how heavy. Do you know I don't think I've...
1: I mean, I, I like heavy stuff. I like Slipknot. I don't like go out my way to listen to them, but if it comes into my, you know, random playlist, I'll I'll keep it on. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard Slayer. Maybe, Maybe I've heard them and I don't know any of their tunes, but I can't even think of anything.
2: they have got a song called God Hates Us All. Why? Oh, um but uh it's I like, agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. But it's kinda of parody. There's like, you know what I mean? They've had to like come out and be like, We don't you know, we're no trying to say anything about any religions or whatever. But the one of the big three, it was um or f- the big four weren't it, Metallica, Anthrax, uh, Slayer and uh what was fucking Dave Mustaine's band, Megadeth. They were like they they were the first four thrash bands. So Megadeth. They, they 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 created thrash metal. Anthrax, Megadeth, Metallica, and Slayer. Anthrax, I remember them. They had a rap song in the nineties. Honestly, yeah, like a rap metal song. They were like, they were the first band. Like they were one of the. I think it was like 90, 1990, So before Rage Against the Machine came out in ninety one, mm-hmm. they were the first band to be like, let's try and rap. And was, was it good? <laughs> Terrible, mate. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible, but they tried it. It's like pioneers um, into it. Like.
1: I randomly seen a video on TikTok the other night. It was one of Michael Jackson's brothers doing a, dish, a diss track towards Michael in the 90s. Right. And it was proper. Hey, man, you ain't good. Hey, man, I've got wood. Like, honestly, it was fucking <laughs> What pathetic. one was it? I don't... Tito? Do you know, it wasn't even one of the... It was one of the ones. See if you said the name, you'd be like, "Ah, who the fuck's that?"
2: Right, aye. I one of you... the forgotten children.
1: I think so. It was no. like, is that a step brother?
2: Like, so one of the ones who kept under the stair. <laughs> the talentless children. <laughs> you ever seen the mad, crazy, made-for-TV uh, Michael Jackson biopic that came out in the nineties? Probably. I mean It's so fucking terrible. Man. It's like pure Channel Five. So like one of the like aye. two p.m. Channel Five movies. Oh. About um. He's da, like, bottom on them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Joe Jackson.
1: Kicking fuck at him. I've seen the Terminator one, the made-for-TV Arnie biopic,
2: and he's, like, running for governor. No, It was fucking awful, Who man. Who played him?
1: I don't know. It was just all these unknown actors. When he was running for governor, he was having an argument with a politician he's like you like one of the bad guys what the fuck was that
2: that was like rocky <laughs> i was gonna say that was closer to sylvester stallone <laughs> than it was um
1: you were a bad guy yeah. you're like one of the bad
2: guys I ain't get to the chopper
1: the
2: bad guy I, i've been watching terminator i watched the last two mate terminator one what a movie terminator two even better yep i can remember terminator two coming out so i think that's why i like that better Wait, when was that 94 Nine no, ninety three ninety four. I think it was about ten. Aye, something like that. But I got a a pirated
1: copy Aye.
2: for the baras. Um, mint, It was a mint copy. It was fucking brilliant man.
1: It was Mayor uh, Lucy Goosey in number two. Aye. I? Aye.
2: he's fucking getting high fives and all that. Aye. Um, quick playful. Wanted, I, I wanted to be Edward for long so badly in that movie, <laughs> mate. I wanted the dirt bike. I wanted the wee device that he used to hack the ATMs. I, I wanted the curtains, like, that was like, I think that was one of the first times, know that I didn't have a crush, because I'm no gay or bi, but I remember thinking I wanted be at like that, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, it was the same age, and just being like, oh, what man, like, I want to fucking be at like that. It's cool as fuck. Uh, have you seen him now? I can imagine, mate, I know he's, he's addiction problems, didn't he, Aye. himself, so I can imagine what it looks like.
1: Aye. He looks like a Terminator's pumped him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Macaulay Culkin recently?
1: Recently he's alright, isn't he? Oh, is he? Aye, I I he he looked a bit
2: uh, weather-hardened, shall we say. He looks absolutely... He's another one, isn't he? Like, Corey Haim. Like, all these guys are a fucked man. Child stars, mate. It's no advisable, I don't think. No. Be like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just when you're talking about lemmy there i remember uh i think i was 18 or 19 i drank a full bottle of jack and that's the last time i ever drank it no oh, just drank a full liter to myself thinking i was cool as fuck and it was one of the m- most brutal hangovers of my life
2: did you chunder
1: was I sick mm-hmm. i wasn't actually sick i think that's why i was so it was so brutal because it never came out
2: right i didn't purge
1: and i never I never binged it. It was like 7pm seven, in, 7 p.m., and I drank it right through to like 6 in the morning. Right. So it was like one of the ones, but...
2: Did you I, hit that sort of plateau where you couldn't get any drunk Right. But,
1: but I'd done something similar with Red Bull and Vodka. I remember I used to drink that all the time. Oh, and mean. I woke up during the night with chest pains and I never drank it again.
2: Right. I heart palpitations Aye. man for the Red Bull. I used to be a vodka Red Bull cunt as well, mate. I in campus,
1: if you couldn't get gear, you just get a double vodka <laughs> and red bull.
2: I used to be I went through like we it was funny, like it's like eras, like drinking eras of your life. I was talking about this the other day with somebody, they were like my first like stack was Jack and Coke, Sambuca, and Pints of Tenants. That was like the drinks. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then I moved on to Miller Golden Draft, that bottles of Miller, vodka, uh, fresh orange and lemonade, and uh, Jägermeister. And then recently it's been, you know, a like, water.
1: Wow. I used to go to Jäger.
2: But uh, vodka Red Bull was like my, uh, it was Jäger bombs that we Jager would have, bombs. so you would be having fucking Red Bull with that, but vodka Red Bull was my night out drink. If I'd go for a night out, I'd be like, get us a vodka Red Bull. Vodka Red Bull. But um, it was one night in Jumping Jacks. Remember Jumping Jacks? Aye. It I've was... done a gig there. Oh, have you? <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, mate. It was vodka energy drink. And the aye. energy drink was coming out the tap and it was like petrol, and the diarrhea the next day was fucking unmeasurable. <laughs> like, aye, but but... I
1: remember going in there once and they were selling bottles of champagne for a tenner. <laughs> so what were they getting this champagne for mate? it was just black bottles that never even had a label on it Pure fizzy piss so all my ma- me and all my mates just got a bottle each obviously and just tan it for the bottle Pure like bawling. a smelly bastard
2: you're balling and <laughs> fucking and jumping jacks there was one night in jumping jacks during freshers week uh i think i must have been i don't i'm no blowing smoke up mars here i'm a young looking 40 year old guy. I've always kind of been like this. I've always looked a wee bit. It's weird. See, when I was a teenager, I looked older. People would be like, Oh, you look I'd get served. And then when it was like twenty mid-20s, maybe about twenty-five, people would be like, Oh, you look 21, 22. I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had I had the perfect sort of fucking combo where I looked a wee bit older when I wanted to get served and then looked younger as I got older. But uh, we started sort of like chatting to this group of lasses that were on Freshers Week and I was getting this young Lassie to fucking groan and butter into guys and buy, get drinks bought for them. But when they were saying, what drink do you want? And she was getting me like a Jack and Coke and getting herself something. Um, and then I fucking took my phone out like a fucking arsehole and had my bird as my screen saver. And she's pure, is that your girlfriend? And then went fucking mental. Like, actually started scratching me and punch me Not. So horrific. Scumbag mate, I'm a scumbag. Stealing drinks for people
1: and taking advantage.
2: Exactly. I didn't eat anymore. I know, but... to go and get me drinks <laughs> half guys that to fire not
1: <laughs> i had a wee trick of the old pub i used to drink half a pint and then i used to walk up to the bar and do that mate that pint doesn't taste good and they done that no worries i'll get you a new one you got so... a pint
2: and a half for every pint that you bought Yep, genius mate fucking genius
1: and plus i'm quite a friendly i think i'm a friendly likable guy so i'd get a bit of chat with them anyway and then I'd be like, ah, mate, I'm so sorry to do this, but that doesn't need to
2: explain. Uh, taking advantage sorry, of the fact mate. that they like you. Aye. Ah. I've done that a few times. Like, Talented right. Mr. Ripley, proper psycho. I've never seen that. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I was watching one of the GQ fucking things on uh, YouTube. Now it's like, Matt Damon sits and breaks down like, his most important iconic roles or whatever, and one of them was talented Mr Ripley funny that you should mention that it was literally like two nights ago That's and I was thinking like I need to fucking watch that because it looks good but it's a great film do man. you know me and my missus were talking about this and you're a movie buff why did Trey Parker and the other dude uh, Matt Stone South, Matt Stone for South Park day the pure mad Damon, because he's no stupid like he wrote do he you wrote know fucking why? he wrote fucking uh Goodwill Hunting didn't he Right, so the film you're talking about is... Team America. Team America
1: with the puppets. Mm -hmm. So this is the only reason they did this. As they were making... I'll tell if you've not seen Team America, uh, Matt Damon's in it and they take advantage of him by saying he's stupid. And the only thing he ever says in the film is, Matt Damon! And that's it. That's the joke. But when Matt and Trey were making the puppets matt damon's puppet melted by mistake when they were making it right and i think one of them suggested why don't we just keep it like that because it's so sully we'll just keep the puppet like that right and see because the face was melted they were like why don't we just, just do matt, sh- no, matt
0: damon
2: so that became the joke right but okay. supposedly matt damon loves it i like, i thought I thought they were back then when I first watched it I thought they were taking the piss at him because he was an idiot. Aye. You know, I just assumed I don't know anything about Matt Damon. Matt Damon must be thick, and they're taking Aye. the piss at him. But that when we were watching that the other night, my message, he came on the screen. We were watching that GQ thing, and I was pure Matt Damon. <laughs> and my missus was like, and then th- they were doing the Goodwill hunting bit, and my missus was like, did he write that? And I was like, hi, fucking. Ben Affleck was in the room, I think, when Matt Damon wrote it, and I think that's like a joke between the two of them. But uh-huh. um, she was like, "Why do? You, why is that Team America thing making it like he's an idiot?" And I was like, "I don't know." So, thank you very much. you You're, a, you're a, a deep well of knowledge when it comes to useless movie facts. Exactly. I don't know how to wipe Mars. <laughs> Can he <I> pay bills? <laughs> but you know why Matt Damon says <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> <Team> <laughs> and I that get made twenty years. Do you know that? um Fucking, uh, Bone for Columbine. Michael Moore. Yes, hates that. It fell out with him because see, if you watch uh, Bowling for Columbine, there's the wee South Parky animation? Um, it was them that did that, and they did the voices. See, uh-huh. for the the history of guns in America, do you remember that button? Bowling for Columbine.
1: I, I remember the the film, but I don't remember that. Was a button in the, middle, the animation?
2: Well, they go over the history of firearms in America. Um, and it was uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone that did that. It's in uh, South Park style animation and they did all the voices. Uh-huh. So they must have been friends at one point in time, yeah. but because they, like, because his character in Team America is pure, like, and he spits and he's got, like, food stains <laughs> in the front of his tap, uh, fucking Michael Moore fell out with them. They're like, take a joke, man. Take a
1: joke, especially with South Park. I think it would be a privilege to get slagged after them.
2: Absolutely, mate. Like, I would be honoured to get pounded after them. Mm-hmm.
1: I think, see, when I was grow. see, when I was <laughs> sorry, mate.
2: What? You just said I'd be honoured to get pounded after them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I know. Get to me, tray, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> I
2: never even realised how that sounded data.
1: I, they're amazing anything they touch is gold um, see when I was growing up and I never really knew that I wanted to do comedy mm-hmm. they were the guys that I watched and loved man like and the fact that that was god 20 odd year ago
2: maybe 25 I think the first episode the pilot for South Park went out in like fucking 95 it's mm-hmm. like surprisingly early mm-hmm. um, it's crazy though mate to think that they've been doing it for that long and it's because I was
1: in primary school when it came
2: out mm-hmm. I think I was just about maybe just in secondary school Uh something like that but to think see when you you watch back i think we've maybe said this before i'm getting deja vu but we've definitely spoke about our favorite episodes but see when you watch back to that first season you think about the controversy that Uh it stoked yep um it's like nothing compared to what like family guy went on today american dad like rick and morty they were the first i think to really do like adult maybe no maybe i'm talking shit there but I think like a lot of cartoons put in wee sort of like easter eggs for adults like wee bits where you're like that's clearly that's mm-hmm. innuendo and nobody's really twigged to that but i think they were the first to really go and do like an adult comedy sort of cartoon. they were the
1: first they were the first
2: um what's your favorite cameo or like sort of it's not cameo but like some of them ripping the piss out of a celebrity when they were
1: can i really think about ripping the piss out of celebrities but god um what's her name bruce general hi
2: hi that episode i fucking
1: with the car the driving Aye. that's pretty shocking
2: they don't give a i fuck, mean it's man.
1: hilarious but it's shocking
2: i love G- garrison general that's what the, she was the um, uh vice president for garrison's trump I love that. I love that the, the Donald Trump stuff's fucking brilliant. Oh. Like they get the Garrison Mel Gibson, you seen that episode? Aye. Amazing. Fucking Do you know I back. think
1: for watching that, I think they like Mel Gibson. I honestly think they like Mel Aye. Gibson. Because it's it's never too it's never too harsh. It's it's no cruel. The and they say, like openly, the guy's an amazing director.
2: Aye, but I mean they've done just we'll just have done bits of mad max and um mm-hmm. but that episode where they go is it the passion of the jew it's called like they go to get their money back off them and he's fucking chasing them down the road with a shotgun and all that he's got the fucking he answers the door on the pure william wallace war paint and all that <laughs> 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 it's fucking crazy man and then he shouts on cartman's face at the end man <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant it's fucking brilliant i love the towley episode oh mate what I'll- one
1: out the the very first time he ever came in Mm -hmm. but the camp one when he was away camping but see the oddness
2: of it is just do you know they tried they did that as a joke they tried to they were like we could do anything and they were like what could we do that's so like stupid not like a towel like a drug addict towel (laughs) (laughs) because in the first episode it appears they were pretending to sell merch (laughs) <laughs> like towley.com and all that and it was Aye. like a tow but that episode at the camp mate there's a bit in that episode where he's buzzing gas in the motor and the woman's like looks in and he's pure She's not illegal bitch <laughs> <laughs> he's like sitting buzzing gas his face is all warped. I fucking a million little fibers <laughs> the biopic See he's there. got the mustache on fucking Aye. oprah Aye.
1: The episode oh. when he's trying to break in and he's playing
2: Funky Town on the fucking b Fresh Funky Town. <laughs> Just need to
1: get a little high.
2: Oh my god. Oh mate. Amazing. That's. I mean, the the later episodes where he comes back to be the weed tester as well, man. Mm-hmm. That's fucking.
0: Remember
1: the time Trey Parker? That's a good impression, by the way. Trey Parker. That's why and I did admit To Matt, show off. To be boastful remember they went to the Oscars and took acid
2: and mushrooms or something. I maybe I took a hallucinogenic yeah. and dressed up as hippies yep Pure no they were in dresses dressed up as women I like yeah. fucking fawn about the place you're tripping out on that Aye. how much like how big do your balls need to be to go to your first ever like Academy Award it's not even just gone to the Academy Awards right because I think I could deal with that like fuck them like all the rest of the people that's in the room if anybody was to be like it would be trying to deal with all the flashing lights and the, the red carpet. I wouldn't mm. I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but imagine
1: the trip though to turn up in a dress. Like your brain must be just overloaded. Mm-hmm. But see the amount of people that they've given ch- gave a chance to. Like there's an amazing show called Wonder and that used to be on MTV. Right. This really cult hit animated show. Right. And it was like cult status like people loved it right and a lot of those guys came to South Park and did voices right and it's really really funny man mm-hmm. like very similar to South Park you can see that they've been
2: inspired inspired by, by it have you seen Seven Days to Print or whatever or it's like about their process yes I have The, the Bill, Bill Meyer or Bill Meyer and shows you that they in the writing room and yep. they're just sitting there until they come up with something
1: Mental hunter. T- it's
2: pure creativity, mate. Yeah. Like I was talking to somebody was talking to me about the Beatles documentary, Get Back, and they were like, Have you ever seen it? And there's a bit in that. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Disney Plus. No. There's a bit in that, mate. And see, as a musician, actually and like I get giddy. Like my missus was like, you need to calm down. And I was like, I can't I can't. Like that's that you've just witnessed what people are always like, oh, there's a bit in that where Paul McCartney's just sitting in his bass and they're literally like, we need to write another song. We we'll like They're short a song and he's just sits and he's just hitting a note and then a song just appears. And it's one of the best songs I've ever written. So what is it? Get Back. It's no so actually like Get Back. So he's just sitting, just humming the tune. And I was like, ah, I can hear him coming up with that. And I started pure giggling and was like, I can't believe it, that's on film. Like, do, you, do you know that's weird? You're the second
1: person to tell me about that today.
2: That show. Sure. About Get Back? Yep. Oh, really? It's incredible, mate. There's, uh, it's so good.
1: I'm not exactly a Beatles fan, but if there's two people telling me about it, I'm going to watch it.
2: You see a creative process, you actually see them struggle with it, which mm-hmm. is good. I think it's amazing, because when I was growing up and I was trying to be write music, not it was all this pish about, oh, uh, like, it's magical, but uh-huh. actually you see the world's greatest, sort of, or, or the among the world's greatest songwriters sitting in a room and grinding it out oh. grinding it out but my mate at the time when we were sitting watching it you can watch on youtube you can watch the clip on youtube where i'm sitting coming up with the song and you hear it come out of him you're like i can't believe i just You can it see start. his brain spinning he's just i mean it's it's incredible to watch but anyway a couple of days after i was showing my mate and he was like i've never seen anything like that in my life and i was like i have see so if you watch the fucking south park documentary you see them come up with stuff and they just it's like that it just yeah. does a voice He's sitting there just doing Cartman's voice and they're just throwing lines about and then they're fucking howling. Like, they're actually double derby laughter, like, trying to write on the whiteboard these yeah. lines that they're coming up with. And it's pure creativity, mate. It shows you how it's done. Like, these guys don't sit down for an hour a day, you know, and blah, blah, blah. They go into a room for a week and they grind it out, mate, and see if they don't come up with it. It's a shite episode. Mm-hmm. But if nine times out of ten they're hitting pure genius. Yeah. And the reason they do that is because they can't be fucked in it anymore. They don't like to it anymore, so the only way that they can do it is like that. Like, get in a room, right, let's just fucking grind this shit out, because if they sit down to try and write it as like a piece, they don't come up with anything. They're just so sick of it, so bored of it.
1: So if they say, let's do an, one episode that will take us a week, they've got three weeks off to spend with their family and to chill. So they're like, we've we'll, we'll only got seven days of this hardcore process that we need to go through mm-hmm. and then we can relax
2: mm-hmm. but then they need to get time to go to the animators and all that it's mental aye but i think at one point in time they were doing that they were five days two days off five days in the writing room two days off but they've got some of it i mean bill myers hilarious mate he's a genius mate. Aye, so he's there writing with them and he's a genius even he's like their geniuses yeah he's like i'm just happy to be in this room sarah silverman goes in and writes for them and aye so it's, uh, it's big names and all of them are like we're in the presence of like comedy genius when you're yeah, in the presence of gods man have you seen um a lesser known piece of work orgasmo yes how fucking funny choder boy and incredible uh, what a what a movie that is man they've
1: got some unbelievable classics that have they're cult classics but i feel like they don't get i mean obviously they get respect I feel like if they did a serious film, they could win an Oscar. That's how talented they are. Ah, you mm. know what else? I think they would be good at. See if they made a horror. I think they would be good at a horror. I think they'd be good at mate. Aye, so mm-hmm. orgasmo is one of the best ones I've seen. Uh, what is it? Basketball.
2: Oh, basketball's a fucking what a movie that Aye. is, man! What Aye. a movie! I mean, t- who comes up with like who comes up with that shit? Like Kirby, <clears throat> aye, that's exactly what I just <laughs> coming up with this game. Hilarious. The bit in that where he's pure like the dildo. thinks that the the bad bird, Brittany, they're like they go to like their high school reunion and they're in her <laughs> room and he's pure like the dildo. And she's pure, what you doing in my mom's room? He's pure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember the I of oh God, man, one of the scenes that have always imprinted in my brain that. I thought comedy can, you can do anything with comedy. See when they have a kiss scene together, Trey
2: and Matt kiss each uh-huh. other. Do you remember it? It's what's that in? Basketball? Basketball. I, I, aye, 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 I do remember it. For me, it was so funny
1: because <laughs> I think it was Matt, not a fact. Matt, aye, it was Matt. Matt Stone's the one with the curly hell. Aye. So Trey get into it like proper full blown gone for it man mm-hmm. like getting half him and Matt was like visibly fucking Sick. <laughs> you could see that he was uncomfortable aye, aye. but that's why I found it funny because if that's the take then what's the rest of the take like if that's the take that they went with so I thought that's quite funny.
2: But the bit where they take the wee boy out they it's steaming <laughs> he's getting a aye. liver transplant Not hitting the fucking tequila slammers now aye also a I'm Mel get Gibson
1: reference that. in that film.
2: Is there? Aye. What is that? I love you. Always will. Oh, that's right. Aye. They sit in the daylines, backwards and forwards with each other. Aye, mm. mate. They're, they're geniuses. They're up there with fucking the guy that did The Simpsons. Was it Matt Grueling? Yes. Is that how you say his name?
1: So we can go to a podcast awards one night or a comedy awards and we can get full Acid.
2: I don't, mate. Let's go yeah. to the Scottish BAFTAs. <laughs> if you ever get invited to the Scottish Bar or any comedy, like Scottish Comedian of the Year, we'll take mushrooms and aye. we'll go. Do you, have I told my acid story?
1: I don't think so. Quickly, I'll check how long have we done.
2: 55 minutes.
1: 55. Mm. I think we can wrap it up with a story. With a story, right. And then I'll give a shout out to the sponsors. Right, but let's do I've it. only ever took acid one time, right? Right. Have you took it? Mate, I. I mean, I'm... If you could see what I
2: see, that's a silly question. <laughs> Aye, I look like <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> no, but I have taken acid a few times in my life Aye.
1: I must say you're looking very nice today. Thank you very you much. You always look nice, but you look,
2: you know. Particularly nice yeah. today there. Yep. Quite awkward there, isn't it? I'm sorry. Can't <laughs> kind of wait for our kiss scene after we're done?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have spiked your water with acid, so um <laughs> I have took it one time, right? All my pals were going to Mexico and I decided to pull it the last minute because I don't know why I was just anxious and I was feeling really anxious about going on a big holiday like that mm-hmm. at such a young age. So when I pulled out, um, I kept a lot of money and stuff and I decided to fucking blow it. And my mate had a weekend council house up in Ockinairn and he said, why don't you come up to mine? We're all having a party. So he was one of my pals for school. Very, very good mate. Um, his name's John. Him and his girlfriend were there and there was a couple of people that I wasn't really part but, you know, you're all getting mad with it in a fucking flat. Nobody uh-huh. gives a fuck. So we went there. Powder was getting passed around. keys, all that type of stuff. And then the people that I didn't really know left. And then, I mean, obviously my memory's a wee bit clouded, right? But a guy came in I don't know what he was dropping off, but he had acid as well. I think he might have been dropping off Ekkies. And he's
2: like, oh, I've got acid, if you want acid. You have a wee backpack, a wee bum bag of drugs. Aye, basically no, yeah.
1: aye. And uh, he's like, oh, I've got this, sun- I think it was called Sunshine. He's like, I've got this Sunshine Sunshine Acid? acid? Yep. Fuck
2: me, man. Wow. Is that the most popular well, one? No, Sunshine Acid's like a, a legendary like acid. Um, he mentions it in Film Lovn in Las Vegas. Really? It's about who's like, let's just take out half of the sunshine acid. And it's super strong, mate.
1: Right, so... For the benefit of the doubt, I I, I think I remember I said sunshine. Maybe my memory's fucked because I've seen that film, but I'm 100% no, sure... Mate,
2: it would be like, aye, it's it's a, a type of acid that's super popular, like right. one of the ones like I... So we were taking Nike's poles, and we were, we're not
1: and. John was there with his girlfriend, and this guy's like, ah, I've got this sunshine acid, and me and John just fucking locked eyes. John never took it, his girlfriend's never took it, and he's like, ah, you up for it? And I was like, ah, mate, I don't know, man, I've never took it you before. You have already been taking EKIs, like, out my bin, mate. Right, Bevy okay. as well, by wow. the way. For booze, for EKIs, no, Coke, and he's like, ah, nobody's going to come into this house, so why don't we just take it? i was like ah do you know what fuck it all right i was a wee bit depressed because i pulled out the holiday and all that so we all took acid together and i swear to god mate like maybe two or three years passed and we were like that acid's no kicked in yet that's fucking pish right and we were like ah do you think that cunts bumped us and John was like no he wouldn't bump his man I've known him for years and he was up dropping our things and I kind of knew the guy's face and all and I was like I couldn't have bumped his man mm-hmm. and literally as soon as we were like this is shite John done that to me that fucking song's been on age- for ages <laughs> on the ra- on the on the radio right it was like a cd and then I was like i how long's that fucking song been playing for and then his butlers was like, ah, that's been the same song for like fucking 80 minutes. And then we were all like, how can you play a song for 80 minutes? And then the three is just like uncontrollable laughter, right? Right. Just uncontrollable like fits of laughter. Uh-huh. I hit the deck like it was almost like demonic, like, ah! like right. and we were just crying with laughter. We we're like, oh my God, this is fucking kicked in. So, I swear to God, this is the chain of events that happened, right? John's girlfriend jumped up, ran towards the kitchen, opened this big, massive kitchen window the size of that fucking wall, right? A massive window. She opened it up, pitch black at night. She's stoning on the soul in the kitchen, pointing into darkness, like, just screaming like that. Ah! Ah! As loud as she can. Like at the tap of her voice, me and John are curled up in the fucking <laughs> in the carpet. Like, ah, we we doing? What are you doing? And she's like, ah, there's a fucking crocodile. There's a fucking <laughs> there's a crocodile there in that cunts garden, right? Right. She jumps after the window, so we think she's going to jump at the fucking window. She jumps after the window, so runs down the stair. We're on the carpet, still curled up. She comes back in, right? And she's got a fucking inflatable crocodile, mate, that she's right. seen in somebody's garden. That's been on a fucking paddling pool, right? For fuck's sake! So she's put this crocodile in the corner of the room, and we're in this corner of the room, and we're all screaming. We're all like, "That it's fucking moving! It's moving!" Because <laughs> we were all it were not, and it felt like the crocodile was Aye. like zigzagging. Aye, everything
2: goes all wavy.
1: Aye, so we were. I got like, "No way, man!" Uh, five minutes past, somebody was chatting the door. It must have been the neighbours or the police. When that happened, we well, were like, that light's off. We're lying oh, on the for carpet. for fuck's sake. Shiting ourselves, right? No, such a random chain of... I remember thinking, how long's this going to last? Because it got to a point that... I mean, uh, fuck it, man, it's my podcast. I remember cutting a line of coke. I feel ashamed in saying this. Sorry, ma, if you're watching this. There's a line of coke lying on the table and it's just zigzagging across the table and it's changing colours. Pink, green, and red. Right. And I'm like, Wow man, how am I gonna take that line of Coke? It's dancing around over the table. <laughs> and uh, uh, now you know why I'm sober. And but then it got to a point that it gets scary because when you take an AK it only lasts like two, three years. You take acid It's game over. If it's a strong
2: acid, mate, you could be there for fucking. The stronger it is, the longer, like the trip, you know? You're talking 24 years. easy.
1: I remember getting to a point, I'd done that to my mate. I need to go and lie down. This is mental. I went into his bedroom and I lay in his bed, and I can understand why people think they can fly. I would never do it, but I get it. Right. So. I'm lying in the bed thinking that people are talking about me. I can hear all these voices, like whispers. He's uh, yeah, in there. He's fucked. Before. He's yeah. fucked. Don't go in and see him. And I'm like, oh, no, man. My pal comes in and his eyes are like lizard eyes. And I'm like, mate, don't even look at me. So I get up, I spew the most horrific fucking spew ever. No. Like acidic orange no, juice. Just pure bile. Aye. And then I'm standing in the toilet, right? And I swear to God, this is real, 100% real. I tried to actually talk about it in my stand up set, but nobody really laughed. They were just like, you're a junkie bastard. (laughs) Standing in the toilet, right? See, trying to do a piss when you're out your tits on acid, your wee tiny fucking cock is about that size, right? (laughs) Like nothing. And that's before I took the acid. Hey, come on. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to do this piss. And I look up at the windy, the, the toilet window, and it's opened a wee bit. And there's, I swear to my mother's life, right, there's hundreds of wasps on this window. Right. And there's a couple that go in. And I'm standing there thinking, how fucking strong is this acid? <laughs> this is fucking mental. <laughs> and then I'm like, these wasps are flying about the toilet. Bang, half my face, half my cheek, half my neck. And I'm like that. They feel like wasps, mm-hmm. and then it turned to it was fucking wasps.
2: Oh, was it? It was an actual wasp hive, mate. Oh, for fuck's sake! So <laughs> I go oh, in. That's acid's fucking mental, man. <laughs> <laughs> Getting stung, fuck I,
1: I go into the living room and I shut the door and I'm like, John, please don't slag me or mock me. I feel like I'm tripping up my tits, but I think there's a wasp hive in your toilet, mate. And he was like, Darn, you're just at your nut. And I'm like, no, I swear to God, mate, please go in and check. So he goes in the toilet and he runs back out and he's like, ah, I'm tripping at my nut. I know there's fucking wasps in there. So see when he kind of sobered up a wee bit, he ended up putting a boil like a worky boiler set on, uh-huh. going and cult the wasps. God knows how many fucking hours passed, right? But see when I kinda woke up the next day and I sobered up a wee bit, mm. I looked, I looked in the mirror, right? And my face was like that. (laughs) My eye, my left eye was closed shut. Right eye. And the stingers were still hanging out my head. Oh, were they? Yep. I get stung. I think I get stung four times. For fuck's sake. So my pal's bird pulled the stingers at my head. I walked him, right? Walk into my mum, my man, my dad's house. For some reason, my oldest brother's there. He's he's fucking nut, and all. And I'm like, mate, mate. I take acid for the first time and I get stung with wasps. Can you help me? And he's like, I'm at my nut, I know. Pulled out a bo- bottle of vinegar for the cupboard and decided to wash off my heat with fucking vinegar because I get stung with wasps. Went into my room and I just remember laughing, sitting watching cartoons and fucking <laughs> howling like child cartoons. Like, no way. It's really good, Fuck actually. sake, man. They've wrote that That's a we-
2: mental acid story.
1: I saw. Uh, I got for the first time in my life I went out that night again and got a cure because I'm like my my head's still fucking mangled. So it got to like Monday and I was like, what the
2: fuck happened? What happened there? That's mental, mate. Did you you ever had any flashbacks? Any acid flashbacks? No, no sense. I, I have hallucinogenic flashbacks. Sometimes I'll just be stunning and then everything will just go wee wavy. What wow. oh, shake it off.
1: That's mental, ain't man <laughs> So that's my acid story. That's brilliant, mate. My first and last time. And it's so good that I'm still pals with John. Mm. We'll still see each so, other and we'll be uh, like,
2: remember that night? Remember that yeah. night taking acid. Uh, did you take it again? I don't know if he's took it again. Would you? Would I? Nah. No? I don't think so.
1: I, I honestly see when it got How to How much the, did you take? A full fucking... What, a sheet?
2: Aye. Eh? See, mate.
1: He just put it in my horn, and I done that.
2: And what size was it?
1: It was like quote it was like a tiny
2: stamp. Tiny, right, so you've stamp. took aye, you've, you've 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 took one like one hit, you've took uh, like a hit, but aye, it must have been strong acid, acid uh, mate. And sunshine acid is like supposed to be super strong. Never had it myself. Had blotter, um which is just made in a bath. That's like they just put the wee drop on the bit of paper, uh, and I've took a fair amount of mushrooms, but acid's dirty, mate. It's a dirty high you feel dirty when you take it so when you start coming up you start you feel all that groggy but you see the same way when you take coke you get that sort of horrible Aye. horrible feeling that you can't really shake off Feels you can't like get that. away with it i know Aye.
1: comedians i mean i know that funny i know comedians are proper brain dead through acid abuse. on a permal. yep i take too much
2: of that shit, mate. don't come back like brain damaged. Aye, ah, yeah, man. Like fucking. I, I, I won't Barrett. name the guy, right?
1: But the guy's been doing stand up for years, and he's never get paid. And I've I remember him saying once, I mean, I started the same time as Kevin Bridges. How the fuck has he got a DVD? As he's like, he's cocks hanging out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a snorter hanging out his nose, man. because like, you're on a permal, mate. Like, and then
1: he goes funny. up, and he's horrific. I nice. won't name for him. Sake. So I think we've done over an hour, mate. Hi, mate. Well over. Is there anything you would like to say? No. Anything you'd like to cover? Enjoyed your
2: acid story. Thank you. Let's hit up the the sponsor. Yes. just because cock. Before we go,
1: it's just because you were talking about train, Matt. Being acid, I
2: thought I would. Brilliant. It, mate.
1: Tell that story. So, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us again. Um, the feedback has been unbelievable. Um, random messages for people that I don't know constantly getting in touch i just want to say it really means a lot to me and paul Uh, sometimes we're like oh is this working and stuff we don't know if it's working but honest to god the the feedback is unbelievable so if you've been listening to the podcast and you've not liked and reviewed it can you please chuck us a like and a review it would mean a lot even then things like retweeting and sharing on facebook or if you know, if you're in a WhatsApp group with your pals, just get it shared because you're honestly, you're keeping us alive, uh, especially during these uh, tough times. It, honestly, it means it means the world to me. Remember that video? No. The cunt on a permal, he goes, he runs through the the London Marathon. No. He's full of ekkies and he's kidding on, he's part of the marathon and <laughs> somebody passes him water and he's like, ah, thank you very much, it means the world to me. Just a random viral. I'm having an acid flashback now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Episode 27. Right, before we go, I just
2: want to thank
1: Arguing Co. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you get arrested for taking acid.
1: <laughs> Aye, if you're on a permal, get in touch with him. Um, no, it really is very, very kind that they've been kind enough to sponsor the podcast. Right. And like I said, you'll see their information pop up on the screen. Also, tickets for my tour are selling very well, so I would say if you're wanting to come and see me, get tickets now because I won't be adding extra dates. As far as I'm aware, I won't be adding extra dates, so if you're going to come to Glasgow at the more on the 1st of October, I would say get your tickets just now. I'm at Esco Bride. The very first one is Greenock on Friday, the 17th, 17th of November, uh, June. Sorry, having a stroke. So if you've never seen me do stand up, come and see me, support me, and all that shit. So aye, that's that's the end of the the podcast. The podcast episode 28 next week.
2: Can't wait.
1: Would it be all right if I just lived in here for a week I until mean, the next one?
2: Just stay here, a like wee podcast goblin
1: the 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 Hog Prince. That's the name of this episode. See you next week.